You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. It's a beautiful Monday, the 7th of February. We're so glad you take a time out of your busy day to join us here on Morning Breath. We're a drive-time devotion. That is sure to jumpstart your day. It'll... Uh, It'll fire you up because what we do is get into the the Word of God. We read a chapter of the Bible and then ask God to speak to our hearts and lives through that chapter. And today we're going to be in Jonah in just a little bit. My co-host today is Pastor Marvin Mm -hmm. Alderman. How are you doing, Pastor Marvin? Mighty fine, thank you. Awesome. What's going on? well, let's see. I guess I could tell you a couple of things. The first thing comes to mind is uh, we've started the uh, the Essentials of Leadership class this nice. last, last Thursday night. Was that the 3rd of February we started that? Yeah, started yeah. on the 3rd, and it's going to be picking up again on the 17th. All right. And uh, it's a it's an amazing course. Frankly, it's, it's more than just uh, leadership like within the church or something like this. This is leadership in general. It's just yes. an amazing course, and I wanted to encourage uh all everyone that's listening that if you'd like to take part it's going to be at the avenue worship center on the 17th it um it starts at uh, 7 p.m but if uh, even though you missed the first one if you will go using the east coast app to sign up for it we'll give you a link from there so you can watch the video from the first night nice. so you don't have to miss anything oh wow that's wonderful mm-hmm. good deal yeah yeah and so pastor marvin is actually the provost is that the right term right. for our school mm-hmm. and uh, East Coast Christian University? And so that's why he's full of school stuff here, right. yeah, and it's bubbling ahead. out of him. That's all right. Yeah, because it's, well, it's exciting to me. To, to, this is a, a collaboration with East Coast. It's really uh, it's uh, it's just a, a, tr- a tremendous opportunity for our people to be raised up. But backing up to your regular things, East Coast app um, is, uh, is how you get all the information, all of our events, past sermons, morning breath episodes, all those things. Uh, you can go to <clears throat> also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or if uh, if you want information or want to be able to get the uh, latest information about this podcast, go to uh, call 321-452-1060, and we'll email you or mail you all the information about East Coast itself. Absolutely. And if you mm-hmm. don't want to get on the app, which we would really recommend, it's the best way. You can go on eccc.us on the internet right. and goes to our website. And you yep. get to most of the same stuff. Exactly. But the app works better mm-hmm. on every level. And so we're glad you guys are here with us today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have Night of Worship Yep. Um, this week. That's going to be awesome. Is that true? Wow, that surprises me. Night of Worship is, oh, I guess we are doing it the second second one now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Second Wednesday. Okay, you mm-hmm. got me. So that'll be at 630, and that's a night where we just dedicate our time right. to worshiping Jesus. And then uh, we're having kind of a Super Bowl Sunday event, mm-hmm. only it's going to be Super Serve Sunday. Right. And everybody's encouraged to wear your football jersey mm-hmm. or, or team jersey of your choice. And, uh, well, I'm just a Jesus guy. Well, wear your Jesus jersey then. Yeah. I'm okay with that. If you got one, yeah, go hey, for it. You can have them made, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're glad you're here with us today. And uh, I think we're about ready to jump into the chapter. Right. Anything else, Nick, uh, running the program? No, sir. Your mic works again. Yeah. It's miraculous. <laughs> wow. I took a chance. I thought it would be. Yeah. Because we got the computer working right again. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's get into the chapter. We're actually starting a new book today, Book of Jonah. Uh, Jonah, that guy that got swallowed by the great fish and all that. Uh, You know, when you talk to people about the Bible, there are a few stories 
that people know a lot of times. And, uh, you know, David and Goliath, Mm -hmm. big one. But Jonah and and getting swallowed by a fish, that's a pretty big one as well. Um, I've even watched a program on why this couldn't be true. Mm. Because a whale, Mm because most people say he was swallowed by a whale, but that isn't what the Bible says. Um, Most whales, not Mm. all, Mm -hmm. but most whales have very small throats because Mm. they eat um, you know, microscopic right. or very small um, krill, mm-hmm. krill, which is like, I don't know if you'd measure a sixteenth of an inch or something like that. Very small things. And so the stuff easily kind of goes in their throat like a smoothie mm-hmm. rather than, you know, having to swallow mm-hmm. a man. But there were a few sure. Uh, there was a there's that whale that like the one that Moby Dick fought with uh, the sperm whale. Yeah. Sperm whales. They mm-hmm. they actually. Have the ability to eat some mm-hmm. other thing, bigger things than that. But anyway, um, I also watched a program, believe it or not, on proving, mm-hmm. trying to prove that this could happen. Right. And it was by Jacques Cousteau mm. many, many years ago. And uh, um, he believed it was the Jewfish or the right. Goliath grouper. Goliath grouper. That yep. swallowed him. They've actually, uh, um, some, I, I remember watching a, a documentary talking about the uh, the oil rigs up in Alaska, that they have some Goliath groupers swimming around there that they said they could almost swallow a VW bug. Yeah, they're All about right. the size of one. Yeah. They even, yeah. even here off the coast, I'm yeah. a diver, mm-hmm. I haven't dove in a while, I'm getting mm-hmm. a little bit older, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I have seen them. Um, they're massive. Massive. We're talking fish that are eight feet, mm-hmm. nine feet long. Right. Um, Bigger than, you know, half, you could get half around them with mm-hmm. your arms uh, that are right here, like on the lead wreck, mm-hmm. um, some different wrecks that I've dove, that I have dove? Is that right? Dovinated. Dovinated. <laughs> yeah, that, that word. Anyway, so I don't know. I think it's super interesting and it's a super interesting chapter. And let's just say that there's never been a fish that could ever swallow a man. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. Who cares? It mm-hmm. is what about the supernatural power mm-hmm. of God? Right. God could have had this fish only for this purpose mm-hmm. ever on the earth. I doubt that. I think it was probably a real fish in a real situation because God doesn't usually, you know, make new creation to make something happen mm-hmm. in the world. But mm-hmm. the supernatural power of God goes beyond all that sure. anyway. So Amen. can't talk me out of Jonah and right. getting swallowed by a fish. Anyway, so I'm going to read the New King James. You're going to read? Uh, amplified. Whoa. I won't be nearly as loud as it sounds. Okay, I'm going to read. Tough little break here to figure out. It's tough because they don't break out that way, but there's 17 verses. I'm going to read through 9. Okay. And uh, there is a break in mine at verse 10. So I'll read through 9, you read 10 through 17. Sounds like a plan. In that case, I say to you, sir, read, sir. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh that great city and cry out against it for their wickedness has come up before me but jonah arose to flee to tarshish from the presence of the lord he went down to joppa and found a ship going to tarshish so he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to tarshish from the presence of the lord but the lord sent out a great wind on the sea and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest parts of the ship 
and lain down and was fast asleep. So the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Please tell us, for whose cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation, and where are you from? What is your country, and of what people are you? So he said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, What is this that you've done? For the men knew that he fled from being in the presence of the Lord as his prophet and servant, because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you, that the sea may subside and be calm for us? For the sea became more and more violently tempestuous. And Jonah said to them, Take me up and cast me into the sea. So shall the sea become calm for you, for I know that it, it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Hmm. Nevertheless, the men rowed hard to bring the ship to the land, but they could not, for the sea became more and more violent against them. Therefore they cried to the Lord, We beseech you, O Lord, we beseech you, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood for you. For you, O Lord, have done it as it pleased you. So they took up Jonah and cast him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men reverently and worshipfully feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared and appointed a great fish. I like this because with what you were saying before. Mm. He had prepared and appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Ah, uh, men. There you go. Very interesting. Um, Love this little book. It's uh, to me, it's super powerful. I've I've done it in Morning Breath a couple of times through the years. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to start out by saying, what stood out to you, Pastor Marvin, as you read read chapter one and uh, read it from the Amplified, obviously. Mm-hmm. Anywhere in the chapter, what stood out to you as you read it? Well, I'll tell you, uh, there were two things. One, uh, as I was reading it, because in the, in the Amplified, it gave you some locations and things. Mm. I found that he was. He was in a port city there at Joppa, which is now called Jaffa, but he was, but he, um, was running as far as he could possibly run. Uh, he was going to go all the way to Spain re- in reality, mm. a place called Tartassus or something like that. But anyway, he was going to run all the way there to get away from God. And so uh, as we were talking before, uh, I don't see many places in the Bible where a prophet was running away, especially one who was running because he was in reality prejudiced against the people there. Um, and so when you say prejudice, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Why would he have been, why would he had this attitude about the people of Nineveh? It's revealed later in the book that he uh, was actually angry that God forgave them and that God had relented from bringing any kind of uh, punishment to them. And because he said, I, I knew you would, and he, would re- he re- revealed his own heart that he would really wanted to have seen them destroyed. Yeah, he would have said, if, if, "I'm sure he would have preferred to call down fire on them to go over there and help them repent." Yeah, we, we've heard we've heard of that as a as a method too before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time in the Bible, it was actually what was called for. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting to me is um, it's it's kind of an attitude that can can beseech or beset us um, in our own lives. Mm-hmm. 
in that instead of seeing those who are against us as our enemies, mm-hmm. uh, because that's who the Assyrians were. This was an Assyrian city. This was a conquering nation. This was the largest city in the world of a, of a ruler that was very harsh and mm-hmm. killed men, women, and children, babies. Uh, not a good not good people as we would you know use the title good Mm -hmm. but the the problem we can find in our own lives is that our enemies that we make in life whether that's your next door neighbor who's throwing his dog poo in your yard or (laughs) it's the you know guy who cuts out in front of us in traffic Mm -hmm. or if it's the something much more serious you know the enemy armies of ISIS or anything that you want to pick out there that when we as Christians start to view them as enemies only and not as a mission field, right? not as, because Jonah is a missionary. Right. He may be, you know, uh, I, don't know, I think this is like the 8th century, the Amplified probably says when this was, mm-hmm. but um, this is like the 8th century and this guy's a missionary and he has an attitude, and I'm not now not picking on Jewish people right now at all, because I think the attitude extends to Christians. But many of the Jewish people of this day and age, even of Jesus' day and age, Rome uh, Rome was a conquering army that was ruling, and it was harsh. It was bad. It was like they were taxed heavily, and I get it. Nothing to make you happy, and to you know. They would take your son or your daughter to go to work for them mm-hmm. if you didn't pay your taxes. It's it, it's rough. But yet, we know, looking back at it, that Israel was actually, God chose them as a nation to reach the other nations. Right. But when we forget that truth, we end up looking at, this one is our enemy, this person is on my side. Now, that can happen, as you said, when you said prejudice against mm-hmm. them, that can happen because of race. Mm-hmm. That can happen because of education. Right. That can happen because of money. That can happen because of sex. Um, in other words, men against women, women sure. against men, or whatever way you want to look at that. Mm-hmm. That can happen on any of the ways that prejudice or, you know, we dislike them because they're different than right. us. Exactly. Um, can happen in almost any area or walk of life politically. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could we could talk about that. I loved what Pastor Matt said this past weekend. Oh, me too. Uh, that I'm not of the I'm I'm not I'm not of a how did he say it? I'm not of the donkey. I'm not of the elephant. I'm of the of, lamb. Of the lamb. Yes. Very. And good. Uh, I thought that was a beautiful way of saying that. That doesn't mean we don't have political opinions. Right. But our political opinion cannot then cause us to devalue or not reach out to someone who is of a different political opinion than we are. We are first of the lamb. Right. And then everything else has to get uh, in in line behind that. Not some other thought out front that determines how we relate to people or talk right. to people. Yeah, because well, Jesus made it very very clear. He he said that uh, he only gave us a couple commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. And you, basically the way you show that you love God is by loving others. Well, if we're busy condemning and criticizing and, and, and doing all these things, then we're following the pattern of one thing of the world, but also the pattern of many churches over the years who have fallen into the trap of 
uh, divisiveness where they allowed themselves, even with their brothers and sisters within the church, to judge them and criticize them and, uh, and, the, and hold against them instead of backing up and saying, okay, who's really talking here and who's really my enemy? The mm. powers and principalities, that's the enemy. So if I'm going to be angry, I'm going to be angry, prejudiced, if you even want to say, towards Satan himself. He's the, the real enemy. I'm going to direct it there, and then I'm going to, towards these people, I'm going to direct the love. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, I and I get why it was hard for Jonah. Mm-hmm. This is not an easy thing no. for to go to your enemy. And we're not talking about an enemy that, you know, uh, said something bad about you on Facebook. Right. We're talking about an enemy. Now, you're going to go. I, I, I We're talking a little bit. We don't often do this, but because of just the circumstance this morning, we talked a little bit longer before the program started. Uh, we're talking about what. I, the only thought I could think of in comparison to what Jonah was asked was this. Let's just say that you're uh, living in New York City and you're Jewish. And God would speak to you and say, go to Berlin and call out all those things that are they're doing wrong. Now, you might say, well, that'd be tough, but I know some missionaries to Berlin. Yeah, and I do too, actually. I have a friend in, in Berlin. I have a friend in in. In uh, France, uh, you know, I have friends in different places in the world. But what if it was 1941? Right. Not, you know, 2022. Mm-hmm. In 1941, there was a guy named Hitler who was doing ethnic cleansing and killing, I mean, literally slaughtering mass murder. Mm-hmm. Over six million, I believe, is what the figure is. Jews were killed by the Nazi machine. And now you've got to go walk down the middle of their street and tell them, you know, repent for, you know, judgment is nigh. Mm-hmm. You, you guys are doing the wrong thing and judgment's going to, you know, crush you if you don't do something about it right now. And and so the average, you know, Jewish person in New York wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I get it. They would run. Maybe they like, I guess, New York Jewish people come to Florida, so mm-hmm. we must be Tarsus. <laughs> <laughs> which is a long ways away down south, you know, right. went down down to Florida to get away from uh, uh, that assignment. But, you know, it's very, it would be very similar to what God is asking Jonah to do here. Mm-hmm. But and we, I don't want to forego what the end of the book talks about. There was an even deeper reason in Jonah for it that Jonah didn't want to go. But just from the, like, safety factor— mm-hmm not getting killed for what you're doing factor. Mm. This was not an easy yes No, uh, for him to just jump up. Oh, yeah, that sounds like fun. God, I'll go right down there. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, can, yeah. can I vacation in uh, in Fort Lauderdale before I go to Miami? Or, you know, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> anything like that. It was, a, it was a big deal. It was such a big deal that he flees to Tarsus. And, mm-hmm. and I just want to bring that in perspective, too. Here he's fleeing. Tarsus was kind of considered the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. It was like as far as you could travel by ship away. Right. And in this day and age, when you travel by ship a long ways, this was like 1,000 miles f- mm-hmm. west right. as opposed to uh, Nineveh was 500 miles away northeast. So, mm-hmm. so it wasn't an easy journey to Nineveh either. either. 500 miles back then was a long ways. Mm-hmm. But a thousand miles in a ship mm-hmm. in this day and age, that would have been a, I mean, people died from those kind of journeys. Sure. So yeah. he wasn't just doing something easy. Right. He was actually doing something very difficult 
to get away from doing something right. he thought was maybe more difficult. Right. And, it, and that, fr- frankly, even when I was reading it, I, uh, I was imagining uh, the what it was like. And I, I actually, I thought of the that movie a few years ago, The Perfect Storm. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that's what it was like. But you've got this. Now, it was a trading ship. OK, so it was probably larger, but still probably going up, uh, almost going vertical on some waves oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. water just pouring over the bow. They're throwing everything overboard. And the, you got some experienced sailors because they don't use, uh, you wouldn't have newbies to be able to be doing trading, heading all the way that far. Yeah. But they, they were all absolutely terrified and it was a, it was a mess. Oh yeah. You know? And so I, I, whenever I, I saw that and, and the fear that they all had and how they were, um, Calling out, they called out to their gods. They called out to small either. G they, on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To their yeah. their gods. Well, you know, whatever they were. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like they say in wartime. There's no such thing as an atheist in wartime. Yeah, in the foxhole. In the foxhole, yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And so, no matter what their beliefs are, they were calling on everybody. They probably had all kinds of uh, beads and bear claws and all kinds of things they were yeah, trying to call. Yeah, some little on. wooden idols and all what, that stuff. Whatever they had. Yep. And uh, and. And whenever, uh, whenever they, so when they asked him, and he said, "I love what he said." Yeah, uh, I do too. In verse uh, verse nine, good testimony. Said, I reverently fear and worship the Lord God of heaven, Lord the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Yeah. I mean, he was just. It's a great testimony. He was straight up, you know, and and sometimes that's what's going on in our own lives. We're saying, well, you know, hey. I, I still, you know, that's a good testimony. I'll tell, I'll witness to the sailors. Well, but God wanted you to witness to your boss after work, you know? And right, so, right. And, and we've all done this. Right. So I don't want to make out like in any way, shape or form, this is foreign to, to us today oh. living our lives. We've all sort of, you know, taken a step in the wrong direction. When God said, do this, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that when, how did, how did I, I, I wrote it down somewhere, um, that when Jos- Jonah fled from the word of the Lord, he, he also fled from the presence mm. of the Lord. True. And I thought that was interesting because a lot of times we think, you know, and I know that the, God will never leave you nor forsake you and we're a different covenant right now. And, we're not casting lots to figure out what's wrong and all of that stuff. But man, the the commission or the word of the Lord and the presence of the Lord are are very closely joined together. And so what's exciting is that when you step out on God's voice, mm-hmm. incredibly good things, powerful things happen. Amen. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Amen. Welcome back, everybody. You know, one of the things that I've looked at, and we've all done this too, so there's no condemnation here. What I love is Jonah found his way back. Um, He struggled a little bit a couple of different times and needed a fish taxi to get into the will of God at one point. And and all of that stuff, but but he made his way back, and and I've made my way back, and I'm so grateful for God's grace and mercy. But I noticed this about it that the Bible says that he arose to flee to Tarshish, which we know was away from you know where he was supposed to go, and then it, interestingly it says he went down to Joppa mm-hmm. and found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And there are verse 3, it talked about it. Verse 5 talks about it. They went down into the bottom of the ship. Mm-hmm. Verse 15 says he went, so they picked him up and threw him 
and he went down into the sea. Got it. And then verse 17, he went down into a fish's belly. You know, the direction from the will of God is always down. And I just want to encourage you. It may not feel, it may feel hard or it may feel challenging or may feel like not what you want in that moment, but it's always up. Mm-hmm. When you choose God, when you, when you say yes to the Lord, it's, it, it isn't down. Right. That's it's up. And I just, I don't want to pay my own fare. I don't <laughs> have to pay my own way in life. Right. If you see God's grace will never lead you where he won't provide for you. Where he guides, he provides. So I just want to encourage you, choose the will of the Lord. Um, And if you haven't, you can turn around and do that now. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you, Marvin. See you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.